they had their swearing in of their new uh, uh, candidates that were reelected and so on. And so I wanted to go there and introduce myself to the county board. I've been trying to do this for two years, but due to the COVID and everything that went on, I just I wanted to meet them face to face. You can do the virtual deal; that's fine. But I wanted to actually meet the the uh, county board face to face. So I had the opportunity, and they gave me a chance to you know sp uh, speak to them, and it was great to uh, to meet and introduce myself to everybody. And uh, I brought up a suggestion, maybe we can get together with a couple of county board members, a couple of council people on a quarterly basis, and, and just kind of collaborate on different things amongst the city and the county. I think it's very important that we, uh, you know, have that dialogue going. So we're looking forward to that, and we'll try to get that set up. So uh, we got that taken care of. Then that evening was our organizational meeting for the city. It's the annual. Uh, we elect our officers and swear in people, so... Um, outgoing members, uh, Dean Hove, Aaron Buss, and Laurel Stinson uh, stepped down from their chairs, and uh, we swore in the new members. Um, Becky, who was re-elected, Becky Norton was re-elected, uh, Ron Goggin, new member, uh, Vicki Joe Lambert, and uh, J.D. Fair were sworn in, so uh, we got that handled, got them seated. And then we had to have the election of officers. Yeah, and that was the first time I've ever seen that, actually, yeah. at a council meeting. And so been, it's, that they was do pretty that, interesting. Yep, they do that every year. And uh, uh, Kim Bysey was nominated and uh, uh, by Becky, and it was a unanimous vote. So Kim Bysey Kim is, actually abstained. He just felt weird. Well, he had to vote. Otherwise, he got a, he do got a root oh. call deal. So it was to make a unanimous <laughs> deal. He, he had to vote for okay, himself. Okay. So, yeah, you, you kind of feel a little weird about doing that. <laughs> but you, got, you have to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, that. he's our new, uh, Kim Bysey's our new council president. And uh, then they had a uh, election for vice president. And uh, um, Don Cleaver was elected um, on a uh, four to three vote. And so Don Cleaver is the new vice president. And then Janie was uh, nominated uh, for a pro tem office, and uh, she was, uh, her and Evan were in a little um, runoff there, and, and Janie was elected pro tem for the council. Yeah, so we so, got new leadership. New leadership in there, looking forward to it. Um, we passed, had to pass a couple resolutions, uh, the Robert Rules of Order, we had to pass that, uh, official newspaper, Republican Eagle, and in the bank, uh, we have to designate the banks, and merchants associated in Wells Fargo were designated as the depositors for our city funds, so when you pay your little taxes, well, it's going to one of those banks, so. But uh, so we got that handled. So that was, uh, that was actually the only business that was handled that night and was taken care of. So then on Monday night, the 9th, we had our first, uh, first meeting. And uh, we had a presentation uh, by Marshall Halleck on uh, the Office of the Energy Assistance Report was given. And uh, they just talked about different planning, what, what we're up to there, and, and trying to get Red Wing included in this plan. And it's to do with the, uh, when these power plants go down, your tax base, of course, goes with it. So there's, there, there's a plan in place where you can get subsidized by the state to soften the blow a little bit on that and red wing was not included but there will be included in this next um, go around for the hopefully in the funding because it has to deal with workforce and you know you got employees they're gonna have to be 
retrained or whatever. You know, there's a lot of people out there. There's also specialized people working out the operators and stuff. Those guys, a lot of them will move on to a different power plant, you know, because they've got the expertise in that. Sure. So it's not like they're going to go start bagging groceries at uh, right, Family Fair, you know. It's, I mean, it's uh, a lot more refined and right. harder to do than what we do on radio. But, yeah, right. if, you know, I guess I could have. I've had a lot of other jobs before we started this. But, yeah, nuclear power plant, that's pretty pretty specific yeah, skill yeah. set. So there, and we've got, you know, we've got people working out there that came from other power plants too when they decommissioned them. They'll move into, they came to Red Wing and, you know, operators or whatever. So, um, so it's just a state program that we're trying to get involved in so we can help out. Uh, if that day ever comes, if that plant ever closes down, you know, the license is good till 30, 33, and 34. Wow. But 30, 34? No, 20, 33, oh, 20, and okay. 20, 34. Like, wow. okay. So, you know, we're looking down the road if it ever happens, but we have to have some stuff in place because right now there's other plants that have closed and those people need funding to help train and sure. help people readjust. So. Uh, it's it's quite a deal. So we're we're working on that, and, and Marshall gave us a nice layout on that and what goes on. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, public comment during the public comment, Emily Foos from the uh, Arts and Culture uh, came up and talked and introduced uh, Jeremy Fields, who's going to be on that mural project. Yeah. And uh, he inter- was introduced, and I got a chance to meet with him and talk a little bit about. That project was ongoing uh, in developing and, and getting people involved in it. So um, it, was, it was nice to meet him. And uh, he's here, moved here, or I guess he has to move in here, come in the area, him and his wife, to work on this project. So it's, it's quite, a, quite an ordeal what they're going to do there. So they give us a little uh, introduction to that. So that was good. Um, let's see, we moved on to uh, appointments. Um, I had 14 people teed up for on boards and commissions, and unfortunately, the new ones that came in, we, um, the new members didn't get their uh, application redacted copies of the applications, so we had to hold back on those new ones coming in. So uh, right. they'll be teed up and and uh, for appointment at the next council meeting. But we did those that were had their second terms; uh, they wanted to re up. We, uh, we brought those folks back on board. So we got half of them on, the other half will come at the next meeting. So um, they just, to be fair to everybody and the new members on the council, uh, to give them the opportunity to really look the applications over because they, they ultimately decide who's going on these boards and commissions. I bring the names forward and then the council votes on sure. uh, yay or nay on, on the uh, people. So um, that's how that process works. I see Paul Reddig, which is interesting because he's our sponsor for this. He's going to be a motion anyway to appoint him to the Port Authority Board. Yep, yep. Yeah, we've got, and that's what I'm finding out too. We've got some good candidates now that are stepping forward and want to get involved in it because I've been, I think every show I always ask, hey, if there's somebody out there, uh, you come interested and and you want to get involved. And, And so now I'm getting some. Good candidates are stepping up uh, to apply for these different positions, and, and hopefully more people will because I've got openings all the time. So uh, we're looking forward to uh, uh, seeing you know some people on it, different faces, different ideas, and that's what I'm looking for. Um, you don't want to just get whole hum and keep cruising with you know. You just want to get freshen things up a little bit, and that's what I'm trying to do here. So um, we'll see how it goes here. But yeah, anybody, like I say, anybody else, uh, there's always openings out there. It seems uh, people come and go and 
terms are up and we got to replace them so that's what I'm doing there so looking forward to uh, working with these different boards and I've been swearing in uh, lately this month that's what I do basically go all these meetings and swear <laughs> swear the new people in and uh, so it's just it's a busy month for me yeah well we're talking today with Mayor Mike Wilson on Bluff Country and why don't we take a quick break here now that I've got our Edward Jones uh, spots figured out we'll take a 42 second break and be right back with Mayor Mike Wilson on Bluff Country next. Life changes, then it changes again. Predicting the unexpected in life is impossible. So when it comes to your financial goals, our philosophy at Edward Jones is don't predict, prepare. Hi, I'm Edward Jones financial advisor Paul Redding and I'm here to help. A job loss, a change in health, or a loss of a loved one can have a big impact on your family's financial security. So let's work together to help make sure you're equipped for whatever life throws at you. Call us at 651-388-1762 to schedule an appointment at our office at 910 Main Street in Red Wing. Edward Jones, member SIPC. All right, we are back. Twelve and a half minutes past here of nine o'clock. We're not quite halfway done with a uh, minute with Mayor Mike Wilson. All right, sir, so uh, where do we want to pick up here? Well, we dropped into the consent agenda after that, and, of course, there's everything under the sun kind of slides through there that uh, payables and different things that are sort of worth talking about, but we just kind of pass them through. It's it's kind of business as usual. One item that did get pulled was uh, item 9E, which was the service agreement on the... uh, continuation on the Emanicha Trail down there um, with uh, Stantec for $130,000. They're going to do a uh, uh, design for, right next to that trailhead, there's the kiln uh, uh, that's located there. And we've had done some work there on restoring that kiln down there, the Carlson kiln. So they're going to design up a walkway, a platform, observation platform, and continue on with what was in the long-range plan there. So this firm is going to come in and design that up and get going, and, and we'll get some... Uh, they have to raise some more funding for that, of course, uh, to do that. But that whole area is uh, you know slowly getting developed, and uh, this is just another piece of the puzzle. So um, that passed on a six-to-one vote. Uh, Ron Goggin was a little concerned about the spend expenditure, but uh, it's it's fine to talk about it and, and discuss it. So that's what's what's great about this new council. We talk about things, and and uh, you you know we, we can't all agree on everything, but we understand. But he brings it forward, which is good. I, I like that, and I'm anxious to see more of that. And so we have some discussion on different items. So. Um, that that went through, so we're we're moving forward on that. So the staff spent many years; they've been working on this project. So wow. we yeah, we got to keep you know plugging away on that. So anyway, that went through. Uh, under general business, sir, we had the donation of the sunflower. Now that sculpture is located now across the street from Liberty, if, yep. and yeah. uh, on the corner, and uh, that's been purchased by an ominous donor. Is going to have bought that, and they want to move it up by the library. I was more than happy to purchase it. Oh wait, you no, uh, yeah, no, yeah, no I don't think I probably didn't have the funds. This for isn't that. story time here now, Greg. It's, so, <laughs> but anyway, somebody, okay. yeah, somebody purchased it, and so they want to move it up in the corner by the library, and and uh, 
So the resolution to accept it passed, and then there was a resolution to do in-kind service to install that from the city. Oh. And because uh, it takes, you know, it takes a few bucks to move it, set it, sure. and, and kind of maintain it. And uh, so we agreed to that, and we'll, we'll take that money out of the funds from the arts and culture fund that we've established. So um, actually it's, you know, it's an in-kind, but yet it, we're deducting it out of the budget on that. So um, we gave put $75,000 into that arts and culture fund to get things so we can kind of pay for things that come up, and this is because the in-kind thing's kind of going to go by the wayside. We've got to justify our existence, so we'll just take it out of that fund. So um, there's we can you know pay for things basically sure. as we go. So, and I know 10B that was a pretty big item, and you guys have been discussing that for uh, quite a while. The uh, that's the 222 Bush Street project. Oh, on the uh, multiple family residential. I know there was a conversation about the square footage. Oh yes, on the on the bank bill, you had me confused there for a minute. I was thinking about the Avanti one on. Yeah, on, no, on I know. Fourth, I, sometimes but, I get mixed up. Yeah, no, the Avanti project. Yeah, uh, resolution seventy eight forty four was uh, a conditional use permit there to put yeah nine units on the ground floor, and uh, but there's also going to be retail there, and that discussion was based on. Uh, Square footage, I think they have, they want 1,500 square feet, the developer, and uh, I know it went through the Planning Commission. The Planning Commission, some members thought maybe 2,500 feet, maybe, right. would be better. But like the developer says, if somebody comes along and wants 2,500 feet, uh, square feet, they're going to they're gonna rent it to them. So this is just a basic plan to kind of show, but uh, they've got to figure out what it's going to take. Um, they want to put 29 units in that building and to make it go, so... You know, whatever it takes, if they got to rent it out into commercial space, they'll do it. Um, but they had to come out with a basic plan, and that's why they decided on the 1,500 uh, square feet. So when you come in the side door on Bush Street there, uh, that would be commercial space there. It might be, might be offices, might be retail. They don't know. It all depends on who comes to rent it. So, yeah, sure. um, that's, so that's moving forward, and, and uh, they're, they're coming right along. And I, I don't know when construction will really begin on that. Parking was an issue too, but we've done a uh, parking study in town. We're going to discuss it. I know Friday at our workshop, but they yeah. say there's plenty of parking spaces available in town here. So we'll see. Um, they're going to have to explain it to me. I know behind uh, the shoe company offices there, there's plenty of parking there too. People have to learn. They're going to have to walk a little bit. You know. Yeah, which isn't so bad, except. You know, a couple of weeks ago when it was 18 below. Right. But normally, that that's not usual. And actually, right. the, my story about that is uh, airing today. Actually, oh, okay. so I've got that up on our website. I can. Yeah. So at anyway, it. it's it's discussion, and we'll we'll work on it and try to figure it out. But uh, so we'll see what goes. But uh, yeah, I'm anxious to see that project going to. I know the developer from the uh, Avanti project was in talked to me yesterday, and he's excited to get going on the uh, 36 unit on on uh, 4th Street, where the Walt Shoe Store building was. Right, and I guess as I was sitting there listening uh, Monday night in the back row, um, I guess, of course, Greg being selfish, I thought immediately, gosh, with all this new apartments, which is great, yep. uh, what's that going to do to my parking up on the ramp? Because that's where well, this... everybody at the plaza park uses the public ramp. Right. Well, the 4th Street one, they're going to have parking underneath the building. First, first ground level is going to be parking for that Building. Oh, okay. So nice. yeah, you won't lose your parking spot. Yay, me. So, but anyway, right. 
so yeah, they're like, say they're excited. They're going to start on that Hallstrom building. Uh, you know, going to put apartments in there too. So there's going to be quite a little going there. And, and I, and like I, I told them I, too, I, that whole back courtyard behind um, the Elks Club and the Walt Shoe Store. Sure, yeah. I'd sure like to see that get developed up. And uh, he's going to look at that because if we get this going, maybe that'll spur the other buildings owners to clean up that area in the back it's, it's a nice courtyard back in there for yeah, a, it is for festivals or whatever sitting areas uh parking tire parks you know sit around there and enjoy the area so hey, I, I think maybe cool. we could would that maybe not but would that be an appropriate place if we could get a public restroom downtown well maybe? that's yeah that's what we're talking i'd, I'd like to i should have brought that up to that developer in that bank building too that'd be a perfect spot Just to somehow but but yeah, that's that's on the on the bucket list is those okay. restrooms downtown. So I, I think that would be a nice community thing, and I know that's not free. No, no. So and that would be talk about in kind. You, you'd have to have somebody in charge of that. Obviously. That would be your job. Be your <laughs> that's job. my job. Oh my yeah. goodness, so, uh, that's anyway. what I get for complaining about parking. Exactly. Uh, Twenty minutes past there of nine o'clock. We've got about ten minutes left with me or Mike Wilson. We've got one more break with Edward Jones. Let's get to that right now, and we will be back in exactly forty-two seconds. Life changes, then it changes again. Predicting the unexpected in life is impossible. So when it comes to your financial goals, our philosophy at Edward Jones is don't predict prepare. Hi, I'm Edward Jones, financial advisor, Paul Redding, and I'm here to help. A job loss, a change in health, or a loss of a loved one can have a big impact on your family's financial security. So let's work together to help make sure you're equipped for whatever life throws at you. Call us at 651-388-1762 to schedule an appointment at our office at 910 Main Street in Red Wing. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hey, good morning. We are back with Mayor Mike Wilson here on Bluff Country. 21 minutes past the hour of 9 o'clock, and we are going through Monday night city council meeting after we talked about the organizational meeting and the new hierarchy, so to speak, at the city council. And we're just kind of left it up uh, on this uh, development project. And I know I'm not too sure if I even understood the next thing, 10C. And that was regards to you. Uh, Minnesota House uh, Housing Finance Agency. It was a forgiveness. Oh, that loan. agreement. Yeah, there was an agreement that was uh, struck a while back that it needed just to be corrected. It's just a okay. bookkeeping thing. It was a minor thing between the city and HRA. It's just an agreement on uh, security additions. So now this is uh, yeah, for uh, work on Jordan Tower. Yeah. Right? So they got that corrected. Just okay. you know, paperwork. If you don't have it correct, you got to come back and go through the process. But uh, yeah, other than that, we moved on. We talked a little bit about the snow plowing that went on here, and uh, hats off to the city crew. Um, they had their hands full there. We had those oh, two two snowstorm bang bang and uh, yesterday was no picnic. No, it was all it ice. Was the ice. Yeah, I talked to one of the plow guys out yesterday when he came by. I was off my morning hike and he stopped. And he says this this is brutal. He couldn't get around. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty bad. So these guys have been working some big hours, and uh, I know I've gotten a few complaints about different things, but. I thought, man, we, you know, if that's all you got to complain about, you have to get out and shovel and clear these walks off and do the best you can to help everybody out because um, these plow guys are they're at it hard. And uh, I know the downtown businesses, we all have to keep our walks clean down there and salted. And so it's an ongoing thing. So 
but hats off these these city guys. I, I tell you what, uh, I they they got they had their hands full there, and they did a wonderful job cleaning up downtown. And uh, you know they just do the best they can. They just you know they get they get a little tired too. But uh, I think you know if that's all we got to complain about, pretty Red Wing is having to go out and shovel a sidewalk. You know, move up to Minneapolis and complain about the crime and what goes on up there. I said we got it. We got it pretty nice here in Red Wing, so uh, we really shouldn't squeal too bad about the snow plowing. But anyway, um, it's it's great to have what we've got, and we're, we're very fortunate. So yeah, yeah, they do a good job. Yep. Uh, coming up this weekend is the uh, the uh, experience of Dakota culture out at uh, Prairie Island, and those that aren't familiar with what's going on, I know. Uh, Sunday they're going to have a carnival out there, and it's open to the public, and come out and find out their cultures and learn things about their histories and, and what goes on there. So that's going to be very interesting. That goes from noon to 5 on Sunday out there, so encourage people to go out and, and take that in. I know we're going out there Saturday for uh, Saturday night for a, an event, too, where they're going to talk about that and, and uh, prepare some foods yeah. for us. And So it's going to be kind of a neat, neat deal, yeah. And looking forward to that. So nice. I almost forgot, although uh, Nikki Buck mentioned it in the interview I aired uh, a little over an hour ago on Good Morning uh, Red Wing, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day is coming up Monday. So oh, that's the, right, yeah. All the city stuff will be closed. We yep. won't. We'll, we'll be here on the radio. But. Well, the mayor's office will be open. Okay. I, the mayor does not take a day off. I, mean, <laughs> I just want the people to know that. You don't take the holiday off with No, you got to keep cranking. we got all things right. to do out there and keep things in line. So I don't... Well, it's not like most businesses won't be open. No. Banks will be closed. And yeah. Post office. Post, and, all uh, federal stuff will be closed. Yeah. And, and you won't make any money on the stock market because that'll be closed, or you won't lose any either. I yeah, guess. Well, as far as yeah, that that'd goes. be more like it. Yeah, so I'm sure anybody's making any money on the stock market these days. Right. And then uh, I just wanted to do a little shout out to some of the, the employees that retired last year. Um, Rick Moskwa, who was public works oh, yeah. for 38 years, so he's sitting. Uh, I suppose as we speak, he's probably under some palm tree on some beach somewhere, uh, relaxing. So. Uh, Mark Milk Milkinen was 37 years in the engineering department. Uh, Don Albendinger, Abeldinger, excuse me, uh, 34 years in administrative upstairs at City Hall, and uh, Doug Lantis with the fire department for 28 years. So there's some folks there that had that definitely put their time in, and uh, we look too as what's coming up here in the next few years. We've got there's going to be a turnover here of employees because they all reach in the retirement age. So you're going to see changes coming, and uh, um, which is inevitable. You can't help that. Everybody wants to get retired and hit the hit the beaches hit as the they say. Uh, the golf courses, yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah, so that's that was going on there. Pretty nice. Hey, we wanted to give a shout out to Marissa Kenny. That that story got the most views since I've been here. We had over 1,100 views on Facebook when they clicked on oh. it to go to our news page. So, yep. and I believe you know Marissa fairly well. Uh, that's fairly my well. daughter. Yes, and we're <laughs> extremely proud of her. I know I yeah. had the opportunity to have uh, lunch with Mark Erdahl from the Red Wing Shoe yesterday, and uh, he certainly was very proud of her and what she's done for the company and then was taking over this uh, presidency of the retail association it's it's a big deal she's been involved in that for quite some time and uh, yeah it's really neat yeah so um one more thing on her plate and uh but she can she can handle it and uh yeah we're very proud of her and excited to 
to see her uh, move forward with that position. So yeah, I'm glad I remembered to mention. Yeah, that. well, thank you for bringing that up. And she's uh, pretty awesome. And so. I know uh, they've got until Saturday now. Uh, they took down the Christmas trees at the plaza. I think two days ago, Monday they started working on that, or okay. Tuesday. And uh, they people have got uh, our community's got till Saturday. Uh, through Saturday to drop off all the old Christmas stuff. As okay. long as you take off all the uh, metal and wire from your trees and greens. And it's getting late in the game to actually get your tree picked up, but you do still have time. Yeah. I think it costs $5. Or yeah, more. the Lions Club is doing yeah. that pickup. So, yeah, you get a hold of Who do you call on uh, there? Brad Ronsky. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, Brad's with the Lions Club. Yeah, yep. get a hold of Brad Ronsky, and they'll come pick your tree up. Three eight five zero zero six four. It's too late to, to mail a check because let's okay. face it, with the postal service, well, they can if we they need maybe help. Catch the guy. Well, maybe yeah. Brad would like a job at the post office. Yeah, and what that's if I something. could? I could maybe I could do both. I could be here in the morning and just go deliver mail in the afternoon. I know we were getting complaints on that around town here, but that's statewide. And, yeah, uh, it is. They just—it's not their fault, folks. They yeah. can't find people to work. Right. And my poor mailman—he had his hip replaced, and we didn't get mail for a couple days. Yeah. And I imagine some of the—I don't care because all I get is bills. But um, yeah. you know that is a big deal. I yeah, know, well, it is trying. all over. I, I know that was one of the conversations at my lunch yesterday is uh, with the, the different factories around town retaining help and getting people i said where did they all go i, 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 I think know. a spaceship come and took a lot of them and uh did i miss the rapture that's not good news for greg i guess yeah i, so yeah, I don't anyway. know they just disappeared nobody seems to want a job anymore i do yeah I mean, if so anyway employs me is listening all right all right <laughs> i like my job um so, anyway so tomorrow we've got uh yeah, tomorrow's friday we've got a workshop at city hall from noon till i think we go noon till seven o'clock but uh, I can't hold the whole meeting. I got a, we got a gymnastics meet in Rochester. I got to get to tomorrow, so I got to cut out early. But uh, I know they're going to discuss a lot of topics. One of them is the uh, the water wastewater treatment plant, which is we have to upgrade that, and we're looking at that's got to be replaced here sometime in the future. You know, just looking at some of the numbers on there, and it's huge, millions, and millions, and millions of dollars to replace this treatment plant and bring it up to spec or current. Um, sure. Conditions. So we're going to start the dialogue on that, which I think is good because it's going to be down the road and we're going to have to start sticking a little more in the sock on that deal to uh, get ready for it. So here we go. We're going to start prioritizing things a little better because some things are very important and we got to move them farther up the ladder. And, uh, you know, it's even with the fire truck coming five years down the road. We're looking at that already for that big ladder truck's got to be replaced. Ooh. You know, and it's, it's big money, big money. So, you know, when you think about the overall picture, you just, like I say, we got to prioritize things and really pay attention from here on in because nothing's getting any cheaper. Well, I so, saw the agenda they sent to me via email, and uh, I believe are they going to be talking about the the ambulance service in yep, town? I think yep, I saw that as well. That's another uh, issue that um, we've got to address. So it, this, I want to understand this. The city currently kind of is in charge of that. The ambulance service. Yes. Yeah, I'm asking. Okay. Yes, yes. Now, typically, I think in Dubuque, we might have had two different. One, I think the city was involved with, and the other one was a private, private company. Yep, yep. But you have to have certain criteria, right. obviously. So I don't yep. know whether that's something, uh, I guess that'll be interesting. You can let me know. Yeah, it'll be uh, it's a big discussion because I tell you, it's, it's a drain on the budget 
But the main problem is we don't get reimbursed from the from the government, uh, the oh. feds on that deal. So I'm like, why, well, why not? Well, oh, Medicare only pays so much to haul you, and okay. uh, so say you have to go to Rochester. Let's say I'm just throwing numbers off, sure. but say it costs you two thousand dollars. Okay. Uh, Medicare only pays six hundred, so you're fourteen hundred oh, in a hole. See. Okay. So that's what accrues up, and and so it makes things look pretty bad. So. They're getting better. The feds are getting better on reimbursing us. They get, they're raising up. The monies are coming back a little better, a little, a little better repayment. So we're working on that. we got to figure out some way, somehow. Can the state help out? Or is well, that's, we're getting agent? everybody involved in I it. I believe we have yeah. $17 trillion sitting up there. Yeah, I know, they, but they're, uh, they're going to spend that. You watch them spend that oh, on yeah. light rail or something goofy that doesn't. Recreational marijuana. Well, yeah. That's, uh, well, <laughs> that's, they that's should, the then priority. Yeah, I think I we should all get that, on it, I guess, and life would be sure. wonderful, I guess. I don't know. Good God, I don't Crazy, know. I know. It's not that I'm against that, but, I mean, is that is that one of your top two priorities? Yeah. Uh, I'm not too sure that your priority list is. Well, How about I, homelessness and hungry? Yeah. How about that? Yep, yeah. and uh, there's God. some things going on with the homeless in this community, too, that we're working on very hard, especially in the wintertime, oh, and yeah, uh, take know. care of them and help them out best we can, so... There's always things cooking there, and we're, we're lucky to have different organizations in town that do help. We do. So, I know Hope and Harbor yep, helps out a lot. Very instrumental. And we do helping. have a program through the city that helps another agency get them to hotels, I believe, yep, or motels. Yep, they give supply vouchers. And, and uh, so, yeah, we're, we're doing everything we possibly can to help them through. And uh, I may have asked this before, and I think I brought it up to Michelle Wisey when she uh, spoke to the Plaza residents a couple of months ago. But is it humanly possible, assuming we had the funding and the community support, um, to build an actual facility, a standalone place for people who don't, you know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's being looked at. Um, yeah, it, everything's anything's possible, but there you said the magic word, it's the funding, funding the yeah. funding, and. Uh, so that's and there's monies available with the surplus you're talking about you're going to see some big monies coming through for the homeless on and different projects so um i know people are looking at things and uh does the council or city representatives go up to the st paul we're going up in fact we're going up to 25th this month okay and visit with the legislators and uh yeah we're going to spend all day up there and i don't know I know several of us are going. I don't know the full entourage that's going up from Red Wing yet, but okay. I know I'm going, and, uh, you know, we'll just stand them up in the corner a little bit and, and you know, have a little meeting with them and say, hey, this is what we're looking for. So uh, we're putting together a little agenda and different sure. things to go after. So, yeah, and that's, I don't, you know, with Barb Haley gone now and Mike Goggin, you know, those are my two sources up there, and, you know, things have changed, so... We've got to get different relationships going there, so sure. I'm going up there, and, and hopefully we'll get things going our direction. Well, I do know Steve Draskowski. I interviewed him for several years yep. uh, down in Winona, and he just got uh, sworn in Tuesday, I yep. believe. Yep, so I saw that. He's a good guy. He, he would be good to work with. Yeah, so yeah. So we're on our way, and like I say, looking for a good 23. Um, we're looking for you know people to help out, like Sandy's boards and commissions. We're looking for everybody's support, anything they need or say or you know, get a hold of us. Stop and see me on my office on Third Street. I'm, I'm in there most of the time, basically in the mornings for sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're open, and with this council we've got, uh, we're 
we're prioritizing things, uh, looking at things very hard at what we're doing because we got to watch the nickels and dimes here from here on in because it's not getting any easier. So, Well, Mayor Mike Wilson, we thank you for joining the show today, brought to you by Edward Jones. Uh, we're running a little over time, but that's all right. All right. Thank uh, you, you know, Greg. You're the mayor, so what are they going to do? Well, yeah, and I'll I just say tell this, my bosses, this is hey. such a high-paying job, too, you know. <laughs> so. Well, we appreciate your time, right. sir, and you'll be back uh, two weeks from today, good Lord willing. Yep, thank you. The best place for you to...